Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albion, what has just been a completely, hey, you know, nondescript couple of weeks. We are back after a short little break last week to compose ourselves. Nat's here. Hi. How you doing, bud? Oh, great. How you are know, things? Everything's, you know, wonderful. What's new in the world of Natalie? Um, well, I told you about my tattoo. Yes. Tell the world. <laughs> tell the world. Um, I don't know if I was having a manic episode or what was happening, but... I decided to get a tattoo that said live, laugh, lobotomy. And you guys can take that however you want. <laughs> well, the best is she tells me I walk into the office and Nat hits me with, hey, I got a new tattoo. Now, you know, that's not exactly a unnormal occurrence. Yeah. You know, I think this is since you've been working here, the like second or third. Probably third since you know? I started here. Um, and it's always an adventure. There was Stevie Nicks, which yes. we talked about in this podcast. Uh-huh. I don't know. what the fir- I think the first one was what, your arm? Yeah, I think I got um, the quote from Vanilla Sky that was like before Stevie Nicks. Got it. Which is, you know. So I walk whatever. into this one and the first first tattoo reveal was a little bit more like oh hey like not necessarily an awkward conversation but we didn't no, know each other as well that's true and this one was hey i'll guess what <laughs> and i was like what Nat? and she goes well i got a tattoo it says live love what's the last word say and i was like i mean i have it's because my mother has that painted on our kitchen wall uh, in yeah. italian okay which to this moment we are not sure if it actually says live, love, laugh, and be happy or mm-hmm. live, love, eat rice, and go to sleep. Yeah, There who are knows? two different translations. Great. That's a fact. But I um, like the rice one. Either way, <laughs> right, right. Chris says, you know, that's kind of more my thing. Um, but uh, I, I didn't see lobotomy coming. No, I mean, I just feel like some days I would love to be lobotomized, and other days I think other people need to be lobotomized so now i just carry that with me it's like your shutter island moment exactly you know like just send me in the chair to the lighthouse am i a psych patient or am i a detective yes depends on the day it it does depend on the day we've gone through this this we definitely know Mm. um there's uh so much to discuss yes it's been a little bit of a time um 
it was Chris and I's birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Big uh, week. It, it was really we spent it working. Um, we got a lot of exciting new things happen, which is fun. We'll talk about it eventually. Um, but it was a big week for that. Chris went out, hit the town. Yep. Um, on I guess it was Tuesday was his birthday. My mm-hmm. birthday was on Friday, mm-hmm. and I forgot. I forgot my own I birthday. I texted you happy birthday. Like, you didn't answer me. No, I know. Well, honestly, you were most busy. people. Yeah, I was running around. My father calls me and he goes, Big day today. I'm like, Yeah, man. You know, it's a big day. We have a lot of stuff going on. It's working, you know? And he's like, Well, yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to work, Dad. I don't understand. Like, am I, am I getting grilled right now? What, are we what, talking what about? is this? Like, you know? And he goes, No, it's, it's, it, it's your birthday. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, my God. And I had obviously, you know, this week, we had made a lot of noise in the press this week, which yeah. I found pretty ironic because the episode that um, had been all over the place, you know, uh, with, with mom talking about coming back to the show and all that mm-hmm. um, was like weeks ago. Yeah. And we don't do this and PR the show and all that stuff. We don't filter it through page six or mm-hmm. anything like that, although we love you guys. You guys have been very nice to us. I every love time page they six. every time they do anything, they use a nice picture of me and I appreciate yeah, it. That's very kind. I appreciate it very much. I could send them some bad okay? ones if you want. I would rather you didn't <laughs> do that. But they were they're uh, uh, you know, it was in there and it was funny because there's all this back and forth mm-hmm. and it keeps coming up. Oh where you know, you're using uh, uh, the housewives to get press and all that other stuff. Yeah. Which look, we are a advice show, a mm-hmm. question and answer show. Mm-hmm. The question came in, mom answered it in the only way mom can. Yeah. And you know, look for whatever reason it solicited a response. And I'm sitting here just kind of laughing at all of this. Yeah. And now, you know, you it brings you back to like the days when we were on that show and there was nothing you can do without getting some kind of crazy response. What was weird about this was it was a lot more authentic to when we were on the show where I would say like the vast majority of stuff that I that was getting hurled at me was all like overwhelmingly positive and excited and all this stuff, which was cool. And then Us Weekly writes an article and they just have like, you know. Caroline was on Albie's podcast, just as Albie, 35. Now, the irony in this, it, it was, was the your, last day. It was your birthday week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, literally the last day I was 35, right? And I'm sitting there and I read this. And um, I'm just kind of – but first of all, I was very confused at, like – I took it personal. I was like, "What? why Why'd you feel the need to say that? Like, Albie, her son. Or Albie, you know, host of the show. Albie, you know, Gemini. I don't know. I mean, it's be- I feel like it's better they said 35 than Gemini. Philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. So many hats you wear. Whatever. But they said, no, this is the this is the time to spike the ball. And it was this bittersweet moment because I was like, actually, I turned 36 in like three hours. So thank you for preserving this in time. So I, I now, you know, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I'm like, I'm going to take this for a ride. And I put this on my Instagram story and I said, listen, you know, we've had a crazy day and um, some things I just need to respond to. And I did it in phases. I saw. Very dramatic. And the reason I did that was for certain things that I'm going to send to our social media person um, to post. And I'm just going to announce who the social media person is today, by the way. You are? How exciting. Um, uh, She's a big fan of yours, by the way. Oh, I love to hear it. Um, I am going to post every single DM that I got 
from these absolute psychos reading the first couple of messages saying, well, if you can't stand it, don't bring Teresa's name up on the show. Oh, my God. Get a life. It is spectacular. That sounds Because some of them all of a sudden get to the last thing, and they just, like, put a facepalm emoji, and they were done. Like, they just resigned to the conversation, and it was very, very funny. Like, it it was – I'm just trying to find – Raiders will give them – you shouldn't be doing a podcast if you don't have strong shoulders to take it. Get a backbone. What? So That's funny. That's just a lot of analogy about bodies. It is so, 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 so funny. Uh, and it is a lot of analogies That's about bodies. That's just too many body parts in one Shoulder, sentence. What was it? Shoulders, shoulders and backbone. 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 <laughs> Words are hard, man. I don't know. Um, tons of chimes, too. Uh, everybody loves a book club. Okay. So what, what's popping? What are we doing? I don't read books. Uh, I know. So this is you guys. I mean, you know, when when is the first episode of the of the club? I mean, I got to talk to to Chris and see what his sketch is like. I'm in between some books myself right mm-hmm. now, personally. Um, Do, have you guys discussed what book would be first? And yes. have you argued about it at all? No, we decided on one that we thought would be really good for like the vast majority of people that seem to be answering that they wanted to mm-hmm. read it because we don't want to do anything that's like. I don't know, like too polarizing. Like right. no, no, like political fiction or anything crazy. Just, Chris doesn't strike me as a political fiction reader. I don't. He's been really into like, like bank robbery, like mm. thieves and shit like that. I don't know, which what, is not my scene. But what do you feel a a book someone is reading says about a person? Uh, it's tough, and this is like so niche, I guess, in like the book community. But people are actually very judgmental about what books you're reading so like for instance if you're reading like what's called like chiclet like romance books and stuff like people don't take you seriously as a reader mm-hmm. well because, why because it's allegedly it's like an easy read well you bugged out the first time you ever bugged out nicholas sparks rolled up in this place and you actually absolutely lose your mind i did i did but that's because who doesn't love the notebook I mean, except for you, because we've already discussed this. And you no, didn't it was fine. It. No, it wasn't. He just set the bar at a place that was not like you know. Every time I gotta go on a date when I'm 16 years old, I gotta be like, "If you're a bird, I'm a bird." That's not exactly the way I planned on I mean, it going. But who doesn't want to be a bird? Also, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, if you watch that movie, it is a little psycho when he like hangs off of the Ferris wheel, and it's like you can't bully somebody into dating you by committing suicide. Well, so. I feel like it, it's the type of thing now that like if that happened in real life you'd be saying hey this guy should be arrested exactly now it it wouldn't fly yeah like it's raining go home yeah you know exactly you know there's no lights out here yep we're in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. you know it takes I'm a scared. minute yes get out of the exactly <laughs> yeah um but chris is uh his microphone is here he's around he is elsewhere he's gonna duck he's in around. so i mean if you guys want to reveal the book when he's in here and you guys want to get into it we shall yeah but we're gonna have a big day today um I don't know if uh, you're nervous or what, but this came from the higher-ups. I know. came from Nando. I just found this out moments ago. Um, the original intention of Dear Albie was that I would never read the questions. Um, and Nando has said, this is a ma- massive honor. Nat should start reading the questions. And I am honored. And it's a big day. It is. Are you nervous? I mean, I know how to read, so like... You do know how to read. <laughs> you can't not have a, you know, you can't so have a book club podcast. It's fine, read. but like I haven't had to like read aloud since probably high school, so... Does it, feel a little bit like um you know like you're back in junior high i it feels a little bit like when they ask who wants to read and you don't raise your hand and they call on you this is gonna be a crazy <laughs> experience for me too because it's not like you know my mind's in one place i just have to listen now 
Um, so hopefully I actually hear it. I don't know. I don't know. There's All so right. much going on for me. Oh, yeah. This, this is might end be a disaster. New. Here we go. All right. Try and stay focused. Here we go. Are we good? We're, We're going? Good. We're good. All right. We're going. Here, here it is, guys. I'm going to read it. All right. Hi, Albie. I'm hoping I can ask a question for advice here from you and the Don. So my best friend and I got into a nasty fight last week. She's getting married in July, and we recently had a bridal shower for her. Although in some ways she seemed to appreciate it, comments she made in other instances in the last months have seemed to prove differently. It was starting to hurt my feelings, of course, as I've been one of the main people to be planning everything for her, and I wanted to talk to her about it. She completely flew off the handle, twisted what I was saying into an attack on her, lied about other issues, and we now haven't spoken in a while. Ultimately, I removed myself from her wedding party. As hurt as I am, part of me misses her. We were friends for 13 years. I feel like I'd be a fool and look like a clown if I reached out first to try and reconcile, but I also pride myself on always trying to be the bigger person. I don't know what to do. Sad face emoji. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'll take any advice I can get right now. Hope you all are well, and I'm Team Silver Fox for Mama Caroline. Um, couple things. Number one, the vast majority of people were Team Silver Fox for Mama Caroline, and I'm shocked. I would also be Team Silver Fox. I don't I think she get looks it. Great. I don't get it. I thought I was going to run away with that by light years. Um, I, I really did. I, I think she looks great with the silver. I just and it, red hair is a, you don't know because you're a guy, but that color is a lot of upkeep. What red? Yes. What, what, would silver not be? I mean, like, I mean, is she like you know? Is, does it? Does it? Is it like a hiding a gray thing? Is that what's going on? Am I being insensitive? Uh, no, I don't think you're being insensitive. But it's just when you get your hair dyed red, like it can turn brassy. You have to get your roots done a lot and all that kind of stuff. A lot of, a lot of girly upkeep kind of stuff, and it's expensive. So. You know, look, it's good to know. I, I didn't know there was so much maintenance and such things, but it, that's revealing. That's what I'm here for. Um, but anyway, I spaced out in the question. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, Were you listening? I was. I swear. Uh, look, I think that you know, it, it's weird. I am never um, one to encourage people not to try and be the bigger person to a point. My whole thought process on that. I think I come off. I think to certain people and in certain instances as, as weak for this kind of an outlook, okay. but there's a rationale and a reason. Um, to me, you want to go, especially when you have a lot of history with somebody, you want to kind of clear your gun, so to speak, mm -hmm. where I don't want to have any doubts that I tried everything I could to repair the relationship. And then when you've crossed the line, I feel very clean about it walking away because I don't want to have that doubt in it later on. Well, yeah, especially when you've been friends for so many years. I think she said 13 years. Like, uh, there's a lot that we don't know. Obviously, we always want more context for these questions mm. than we can't. There's no follow-ups allowed. But um, this was probably, I feel like, the last straw if it was what has driven them apart after 13 years. But my question would be, if I were able to ask her, is like, what was she saying about the bridal shower? Because she's saying that she threw her friend a bridal shower, blah, 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 blah. And then later on, it seemed like the friend is not very appreciative about it and made some like sideways comments, I guess. But like, what did she say? I've been in a lot of wedding situations. I am in a wedding on June 19th and we just did the bridal shower and all that stuff. And I just can't imagine what her friend the bride would be saying that she didn't like well i mean i feel like it's the type of thing that creates pressure in those situations too 
this is probably a big advantage for uh, in being a guy versus being a girl because I do think like guys have a lot less like I don't have any expectation um of like some kind of crazy bachelor party. You know what I mean? Like and, and most guys that I'm friends with um, we're going to a friend of ours bachelor party and it's more of a trip and everything like that. Yeah. And it'll be nice to get away, but it's one of those things that it's like, you know, more of a, uh, I, I feel like bridal showers are almost like there's an expectation similar to the wedding in some ways of what you want it to be. Cause it's something that you look forward to. Certainly. I, I guess, but like, I mean, we sell them, Yes. you know, and you see how particular people can be in that environment. The only thing I'm thinking is maybe they did it for her friend as like a surprise bridal shower because that's been the situation I've been in when I'm helping throw these bridal showers for my friends is it's always like they want it to be a surprise. And then it's like, okay, well, we don't really know what that person wants. So that's really where I can see the friend having some kind of discrepancies. But then it's like, how could you be that mad? How could either of you really be that upset about this issue that it's not? kind of worth repairing i'm with you on the sometimes you should be the bigger person and sometimes you shouldn't but i don't know in my opinion i think it's worth revisiting with your friend you took yourself out of the bridal party if you've been friends for 13 years and this is really like the only thing that is keeping you guys apart from each other i would definitely revisit it well i mean look i think that also in arguments like this everyone tries to find the thing to blame the other person yeah so when you say you took yourself out of the bridal party she could look at that as offensive one way or the other and kind of use that to carry like any another excuse for why what she's doing is somehow justified or whatever or how she's feeling is somehow justified. Mm-hmm. So saying you'd feel like a clown if you reached out first is a lot better than feeling like you lost a friend because you didn't reach out at all. Yeah, I mean, swallow your pride in that situation because the worst that's going to happen is you guys still can't come to an agreement. You can't move past it, but at least you know for sure. At least you tried. Do you have a, a comment made to you that is like a flew off the handle comment? Like there's no coming back from a friend type situation? Mm. Somebody, one of somebody I'm not friends with anymore. One time um, she just she had something very personal to say to me about my relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. which was really offensive because I had been friends with this girl for probably 10, 11 years at that point, And she knew like my mother and I had like a very um, difficult relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when she said that, we haven't talked since. Yeah. I mean, that to me is like that's an obvious one. Right. Like that's a really good example of something that's like like because honestly, when I was thinking I couldn't think of something right away. And the second you brought that up, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And. Yeah, because there are just certain things I think no matter how close you are, if you're not coming from a place of, like, trying to help, yeah, like, by bringing up something sensitive that, like, you've got nothing to do with, then, you know, just what are you doing? But then on a smaller scale, I just thought of this one, which <laughs> smaller scale, but we did recover from it. One of my friends and I, we were in a group text and something came up where I guess I had gone out that weekend, like, drinking with my boyfriend at the time. And she texted in the group text and said, well, you really should probably slow down because your hair and your skin and your pictures have really been looking like shit lately. I said, (laughs) ma'am, I just didn't answer. And I just we did not speak for six months (laughs) at all. She didn't text me again. I didn't text her. We just peacefully went our separate ways and never talked about it. How long was this? At this point, maybe like two years. It was pretty recent. Wow. So this is like when Instagram filters are a thing. 
So it's double. I, it's a double win, I really. Like panting. filters can't even help. I was like, first of all, it's the summer. My yeah. hair is frizzy. What do you want? <laughs> but she did six months after that, like finally say like, hey, girl, sorry about that. I wasn't in a great place. And we, we mended it. I mean, we're not as close as we were, but we got past it. Well, you know what could probably help you? Men friendships. Please tell me. You know, it feels really great to get compliments on what you're wearing, doesn't it? Yeah, I love it. So I must right now. I got to compliment you on your shoes. Thank you so much. At Rothy's, finally. Finally. Okay, we have to. Well, you're you're now. I know we've gone. Rothy's has been quite the. um, First of all, they're a great partner. They're back. Wonderful. We thank you guys. Very exciting. But it's actually caused a lot of a lot of grief here Mm -hmm. because now. Nat's in the shoe game. Everyone's so jealous. Jules is like triple mad now. Mm-hmm. Um, even showed up at my house recently with her boyfriend, confronted me about it in a very kind of a weird way. So sort of like scary now. Hey man, like this she almost dropped a little bit of like this only exists because of me oh, okay. situation. Mm-hmm. Um so Rossi's is creating issues, but all for the right reasons. But um they are uh uh you know quite the lightning rod situ- situation in the in the pod world. But Super comfortable. Yep. I appreciate it because you can wash them and you know how I feel about the cats. Exactly. And the lint roller can only take us so much. I know. So far. The lint so. roller to the foot is not the thing. That would be very weird. So Nat actually gives me an update every time she throws the things uh, 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 in the wash, mm-hmm. which is big. Yep. So it's one less thing of dander, which I greatly appreciate. Yep. But everybody notices them. I always bring it up all the time. Yep. Very same comfortable. With Candace. Very beautiful. Uh, same with Can. Always tell her style, comfort, washability. It's all there. So, your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash dearalby. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash dearalby for $20 off your first order. Thank you, Rothys. And you. also, guys, we're going to need to get Jules hooked up because I'm, I'm – uh, frankly, I'm scared of her. We don't want the smoke. No, we don't. She knows too much. Yeah. And that's not something that I feel comfortable about. So, Rothy's, I'm going to need you guys to uh, <laughs> to handle that for me. I'll have to put that in. Um, so, so hi, babe, if you're listening. Now I know if you're listening. We'd have to get that done. Um, How did you feel reading your first one? I think it was good. What did you think? I thought it was good. I'm, right. I'm here. Cool, I'm just cool. listening. Cool. The next one was a long one. The next one's long. So, just give me a – I'm going to take a sip of water real Jules, quick. Yeah, water, okay. Babe. Here it is. This water. is big. This is big. All right. <clears throat> you had the throat clear and everything. Bro, I'm a little nervous. Um – you know what, real quick, before we get into this, yeah. um, this long one, uh, mm. I don't want to keep you guys waiting, I, because I, she's texting me right now. Um, the big reveal, we've asked a bunch of people who they think it is. Did anybody guess? Um, I'm actually going to have them put up a brief little survey to see if people before. will guess it before. Nobody okay. guessed it the first time. Okay. Um, a huge fan of Natalie's. Uh, it is Ashley Holmes. I did know. Yeah. You told me yes. a couple of months ago. We've been waiting to do like a big reveal. Yeah, seasoned podcaster. <laughs> and it's always like, and, you know, um, streaky. You know, she's hot when she's hot. Yep. Cold when she's cold. She's had a lot going on. Um, no, we love Ash. She's doing a great job. Um, we're going to have her on the show some more. She is a podcast vet. Okay. She's had a couple of her own. Very nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, it kind of just it kind of just fit in, and it's been kind of funny because Jules is, like, overseeing the ops. Okay. So, like, there's calls that I don't get on because I don't know that I could get on it with a straight face. Makes sense. You know, and, and not laugh through it. But every single tattoo, 
um, that, that created a lot of drama. I know, and I wanted to on the episode where we talked about it again mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, girl, I'm not mad," <laughs> but I didn't want to like blow. When I saw who the picture, when I saw the picture, I was like, "That's first of all gonna love it." So I was the, so excited. I was Stevie like, "That's Nicks. so cool!" Yeah. The Stevie Nicks tat Nat posted a picture of when we talked about it. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Nat had posted a picture already, and Ash went and cut the picture and put it on the show. Yep. And I knew Nat was gonna love that. I did. And we made fun of her for doing it on the show, mm-hmm. and I guess she took it personal, took it down, and then put it right back up. Yes, because I was like, "Guys, stop! It's fine." There's sensitivities there, but no, you got to meet her. You guys are gonna get along really well. Yeah, have her come on, and then we can just talk about Stevie Nicks and so, whatever. Yeah, there's that underwhelming reveal. Uh, so go ahead, we got a long one. Oh boy! All right, here we go, guys. <clears throat> Please help a sister out. I like how you said sister. It was spelled that way, you know? Okay. I'd like it. I'm just saying I liked it. Complimenting you. All right. Um, I have been friends with this guy for 12 years now, and we have always had this very flirtatious friendship. Now, at the time when we first became friends, I was married and have since gotten divorced. We always continue with. We always continued with her flirtatious friendship, and I'm talking flirtatious to where you can feel the electricity between us. And we did hook up one time, and I know that neither of us were really looking for a relationship at that time. He was busy with starting his business, and I just out of a marriage. The feeling between us had just gotten so intense, it kind of just happened. After that time, we stayed great friends and continued with our electricity flirtatious friendship. And I'm talking flirtatious, like constantly winking at me, finding reasons to sit his hand on my hip, invite me to hang out with just him and his friends, invites me on weekend trips with him and his friends, and also finding reasons to brush against me to touch my ass. Hmm. That's something. Um, About six years ago, he introduced his mom to the friend group, and she and I quickly became friends. It was nice to have another female in a group of... Hold on... It was nice to have another female in a group of all guys. So every Wednesday, his mother and I have Wine Wednesday, and we order dinner and hang. He is always there to hang as well. So last night, I couldn't take that tension between us that when he was walking me out to my car, I looked at him and just kind of gestured to him, and I said, so, and immediately knew what I was meaning, and he responded with, I know, it is just weird because you are friends with my mom. Jesus. This has a lot of layers. Mm -hmm. I accepted his response as I value our friendship over anything and would not want to lose him. Now, since that small conversation, we have hung out many times since, and we still flirt just as much and both still have this crazy feeling between us. So a couple of questions. Should I have a follow-up conversation with him about why it is weird? Side note, I am not asking him to just hook up again. I am more more interested just seeing if this is something we would want meaning spending more one-on-one time with each other and see if this is really something or just flirting. And second question, am I being stupid and should just leave it alone because he said what he said and I should just... I'm sorry, this is out of order. Yeah. (laughs) Because he said what he said and I should just take that for what it is even though his actions tell me something else. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Sincerely, dazed and confused. And side note, if anyone knows the zodiac signs and compatibility, I am a Pisces and he is a Scorpio. And that's that. Lot to unpack. Um, well, look, I mean, I'm kind of weirded out by this guy. I'll be honest with you. Um, the You're friends with my mom thing. But... She was friends with him first, and then he introduced her to yeah, his like mom he was to like, be hey, friends? Yeah, it, it was a little bit of a weird thing for me. 
you know, um, on that. It, it just wasn't making a ton of sense. It's a um, lot. Yeah, there's a lot of lots layers. Let's unpack. Hold on one second. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm finding myself having to, like, almost reread this thing. I don't under – look, as somebody whose mom hangs out with his friends, like, my friends are always around, okay? Uh-huh. My mom will show up and has a great relationship with all my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't necessarily frame it, though, as inviting my mom to the friend group, you know, and then if – somebody gets close with my mom it's kind of more of a good thing than anything it's not like you now you're all of a sudden you're hooking up with your mom's friend like you okay. brought her around but let's frame it like this then okay so you're friends with a girl in this scenario you're single by the way so you're friends with a girl mm-hmm. for a long time then the girl becomes friends with your mom but then the girl wants to like be your girlfriend does that have an influence good thing Good thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if, if you're cool enough with your mom that you're bringing her around your friends, and one of your friends that you hook up with and you seem to have feelings for, mm-hmm. you know, I would argue you would probably want your mom to be cool with whoever like it her. is. Yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe this is an excuse that he's using. Yeah, I mean, I, for the amount of time, too, I mean, you know, it's going to depend on some context to the hookup. For that amount of time to be there um, and not have it, like, mature and grow into something more serious is kind of like... I think an indication in one way or the other that maybe, you know, he might be tap dancing around what he's thinking, not thinking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that that's anything, not that there's anything even quote unquote wrong with that. Maybe uh-huh. you guys are just figuring it out. And sometimes in relationships, a lot of it's timing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if the mom thing is a letting down easy situation, you know? I mean, maybe that's the attempt, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to make it better. Now it's even It's hairier. weirder. Yeah, yeah. It's a weirder thing. Um, I just don't see that being, you know, but look, you know, to answer the questions directly and stuff Mm -hmm. like this, like that in and of itself might be an answer. Yeah. You might not want to, if that's, if this is your friend group and this is your only friend group, you may not want to make it weird. Mm -hmm. The way you might then get a response from him is honestly start seeing other people and bring those people around your friend group. If you're not being brought into that group of friends, by him as it like an extension of him here's somebody that i like and i'm seeing and whatever mm-hmm. and now you've kind of created your own little niche in that group and your own little mark in that group and you're bringing somebody else around and that c- creates a reaction then great and if it doesn't then yeah also great now we all have an answer well to me like th- to me the second you say something that's like that i kind of like to kind of pick it up and keep it moving like mm-hmm. you define it as that's what the friendship is. There are plenty of things that happen with bad timing that, you know, people fall victim to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the timing is right and you're making a decision to actively not get into that situation, you kind of got to look at that as an answer in itself. I think I agree because I could see there being a timing issue when obviously she was married and they were friends but then she's not married anymore. And I mean, I don't know how long ago that happened, but this would seem like it would be a good time for them to give it a shot if that was something they were going to do because they've been friends for 12 years. How much longer are we going to wait? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, uh, he's starting a business. She's married. I mean, like that, that that's obviously going to eat up time. I don't necessarily like hold that against them so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I just kind of feel like you have to look at this and, you know, I, I, really, it's, it, the only other factor is how much is it bothering you? 
Like if you've got strong emotional feelings in the situation and you want it, the same things we talked about before, right? Mm-hmm. The being the bigger person stuff and saying where you're, where you're at. If you're in a position where you're going to regret not saying something, okay? Yeah. Um, and moving on to a situation that you, don't, you feel like it's kind of unsettled, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you go in and kind of explain it further and just say, look, you know, I think that would probably be a good thing, if anything. If I wasn't friends with your mom, how would you be feeling things? If, if, yeah. if, if I don't take the mom stuff out of it. Yeah. Like, would it be weird? Okay, that's your assessment. But number one, it's not like we have to involve your mother in our relationship. And number two, like, I'm just kind of trying to see where stuff goes on a one-on-one level. We don't ha- have to necessarily broadcast to the planet yeah. what we're doing. So. I don't necessarily mind a little more clarity asking the question like that, like in a way that's not like you're not cornering anybody. Just say, look, just throwing this out there because I'm going to start dating. I obviously just got out of a big thing. Mm -hmm. I have feelings for you and whatever, but I enjoy the friendship. Write it exactly how – not even write it. Say it exactly how you wrote it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to come off like you you seem like a very sincere, nice human being. So going into a situation and just saying to them, hey, look – I don't want to have any mixed feelings moving away from this type of a situation where I doubt where things might have been because I didn't say something I wanted to say. Yeah. I'm going to move on from stuff, and that's great. You want to be in the mix with all that and whatever, but you have issues with your mom being the problem. Here are all the reasons why I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah. And lay that out. If you think that's kind of the, 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 the choking point to the situation – and you're like, oh, shucks, I wish. Well, all right, man, I probably don't want to date a guy like that anyway because that's yep. a little weird. Yep, it's you know? pretty weird. Um, I agree with you. I think there's no shame in just having one more conversation, get a little bit more clarity, ask direct questions, listen to his answers. And if it's still, no, I think it's weird, then definitely leave it alone from there on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of, you know, the only real thing you can do. I mean, reading through it, it just seems to me like and, and I think when you come from a divorce, it is a little bit different, like yeah. where there's probably a comfort level with him. Yeah. So you might be enhancing your feelings, too, because you've this is familiar. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's already familiar. And you're coming out of something that's so serious that it, it could probably feel easy to kind of maybe skip a couple of steps and just jump into being serious mm-hmm. and I don't want to put words in her mouth or anything but I've I've been in situations like that before where you get out of something really serious you meet someone new or you have a very close friend already and it just it's a natural uh evolution into trying to make that situation the same with the next person well I think you kind of probably come from a situation like that that's very traumatic and there seems to be something that has a little bit of um, security in the decision mm-hmm. and it's probably a very safe feeling to go into that because you feel like you know that person already yeah and I think that lulls you sometimes into a false sense of security too because being out of the you know the dating game for let's say you know let's say it was five years you were married whatever it mm-hmm. is can be a daunting thing because it's scary it's changed mm-hmm. you know in a lot of ways people have changed and it's hard to really trust okay what's gonna happen to me in this situation, a lot of people too think they leave a situation like that and think they have baggage and whatever that isn't necessarily relevant either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I think it's easy to get in your own head with stuff like that. And it's scary to be alone after being in a marriage or after being in a really heavily committed relationship like that. And it it feels almost easier to just be like, okay, well, here's my my really good friend, and I can just date them, and then I'm not by myself. But mm. maybe it just takes some time by yourself. 
you don't even have to decide if you want to be romantically involved with this guy right now. Maybe just be by yourself for a little bit. Yeah, let's take a breath. But uh, hey, look, if he's also not going to be into it, you're well within your rights at that point to be like, hey, man, like, don't like be sneaking up on me in the office trying to like touch my butt. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, there's going to be a line. If we're going to be friends, we're going to be friends. Yeah. It's not like, hey, you can kind of turn this on when you feel like, you know, it's convenient. Yeah, there would have to be a no more flirting uh, rule put into place. Do you put a lot of stock into the Zodiac stuff? I know about my own and then whoever I'm dating. Like, I remember the Zodiac sign of every guy I've ever dated. Now, do you, <laughs> is it a pattern of things that you really see, or do you think you put yourself in a is – it, is it a uh, uh, a kind of like um, – what do you call that? It's like that, that like – you know what I mean? Like, like a the self-fulfilling self- prophecy? Yes. You know Got it. I mean? Okay. Do you, like, do that? Um, No. No, I don't. I don't. I used to take it more seriously. I don't take it as seriously anymore. Um, I'm a Sagittarius, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> I'm a fire sign, whatever, not a big deal. Um, but I've never dated the same zodiac sign twice, and I don't find out what it is until obviously their birthday comes up. Well, I don't why? Ask. I feel like you would ask that right away. I don't ask right away. Why? Because you don't want it to be. Like, I don't want to be crazy. <laughs> wow, you really like so? Would you would you get into a situation where like you would actually back out of a first date if you knew what it was? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like, what do you stay away from? Leos. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Uh-oh. I mean, sometimes they're great. Mm. <laughs> um, the email guy was a Leo. That's why. Got it. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you something mm. happened. What happened? He texted me. No. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot to tell you this. No. What happened? He didn't. It wasn't about this. Mm. I don't think he knows about this yeah. story being brought mm. up on this podcast. But as we know, Ray Liotta passed away. Yes. Rest in peace. Mm. Sweet King. Mm. Um, and my ex texted me and said, I'm so sorry for your loss. Ray, I know, was like a god to your people. <laughs> my people being Italians. <laughs> um, and like some other stuff, like I hope he has a lot of open shirts and gold chains and glasses of wine in the sky and like plenty of wives to yell at or something like that. And like hashtag rip. I didn't answer. I don't have his number saved anymore, so... My mom's got a funny story about Ray Liotta. I got to figure... I, I just remember being funny. Um, so, did you respond? I didn't respond. Mm. I didn't have the number saved, so I didn't re- I didn't realize at first. And then I remembered that at the time that I was dating him, I was very heavily into Goodfellas. Mm. Like, you know, your early 20s, you're figuring out what you want to yeah. declare your personality <laughs> with. And for me, it was like... I'm a chill girl. I'm a cool girl. I love mob movies. Mm. Guns, fine. <laughs> Violence, totally. It's fine as long as the guys are hot, you know? Mm. So Goodfellas was like my calling card. Like, oh, Natalie, she loves Goodfellas. Mm. Period. No other personality. No thoughts in brain. That was, you know, that's big. So I, that's how I figured out it was him. Mm. And I just did not. Just said nothing. Did not answer. And then one of my best friends ran into one of his best friends Memorial Day weekend. Mm. And the kid was wasted and was like, yeah, uh, the whole group of guys, all us guys, we were talking about Nat. Like, she okay? She doesn't post as much on Instagram anymore. Oh my, my friend was like, yeah, she's just working and, like, busy. I get asked that all the time because, I, like, I, I'm just, I'm just yeah. here. I don't take pictures. But I was like, stop thinking about me. Oh, my God, Yeah, why are you guys? so obsessed with me? Stop. I tell, you know, it's funny. It was like I wanted to tell my mom when all this stuff was going on. I just said, hey, I want you to post just that plies video. Um, I got to show it to you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell Ash she's got to post it. But I was like, look, with all this going on, just post it. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Plies fan. He followed me on Twitter. Oh I lost my, my mind. Wow. Um, love Plies. 
Uh, but I, I'm gonna have uh, Ash post it. But okay, that's very, very funny. But are are you okay with uh, the Red Lido stuff? I, I know we, we did talk about it. Um, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that and your concern. Um, I'm okay now. All right, well, that's good. I did watch Goodfellas once over the weekend, but yeah, m- m- many more to come. I'm M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-